At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the Greg Peterson experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSIN, the sports betting network. It's our number three of the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa and the Esports Bank Network, and we've got a tremendous hour for you as a lot of those games that went final from Monday and gave us the TBD matchups to be set for Tuesday, well, we're starting to get some openers on those, so we're going to be going through some of the conference tournament finals that we're going to be seeing on Tuesday. We're going to be taking a look at the Atlantic 10 in this hour, and as a matter of fact, here in the next, I would say, minute or so, we're going to be starting to take a look at the Atlantic 10. And along the way, we're going to be talking a little NBA as Grant Mitchell, who does great work over at Forbes, is going to be joining me. We're going to be taking a look at just the less than terrific John Morant situation, what that all means for the Memphis Grizzlies, what they're currently doing on the court, and so much more. So we've got a lot to take a look at here in our number three, including the Atlantic 10 tournament. We're going to be starting right there. This is at... Barclays Center in the great city slash state of New York, actually city of Brooklyn in New York. So kind of make that distinction as we go 605, 606 on the bidding board. Well, Sal is going to be playing against Rhode Island. This is going to be the latest of the three games that we're going to be seeing in the Atlantic 10. And with Rhode Island, they are a one-point underdog with a total anywhere between 138 and a half and 139. And I felt like LaSalle should have been closer to a three and a half point favorite. Now with LaSalle, They've got the lesser defense in this circumstance. LaSalle hovering right around about 245th of the country. It turns points out on a per-possession basis. And got a Rhode Island team that they rank right around about 130th. They have not been bad. And the one thing that if you are taking a look at Rhode Island, you're able to take a little bit of solace in is the fact that it turns points out on a per-possession basis. 
They're actually giving up 1.4 points per 100 possessions fewer when they're away from home than they do at home. But this is a Rhode Island team that has not been good with their offense without Brayon Freeman. Without Freeman in the fold, it's been less than terrific, to say the least. Their offensive efficiency was already stinking without him, but this team shoots about 30.5% from three-part range, and they've had to rely completely on Ishmael Leggett to be able to give this team any sort of offense whatsoever. who has been solid. He's been able to give the team a little bit over five rebounds. He shoots in the mid-30s from three-point range, which is a rarity on this team. He's been able to do a good job of just being able to stuff the stat sheet in general for this bunch. But, I mean, man, outside of really your main three guys, because for Rhode Island, you've got Leggett, and then from there, you've got Jalen Carey and Malik Martin, a pair of guys that combine for about 11 and a half rebounds, 18 points per game. I really don't have much on that front. And without Freeman, I mean, it's a Rhode Island team that they haven't been able to find their offense. They have been able to exceed the 71-point plateau in regulation just once, and they have been held to 54 points or fewer in three out of their last six games without them. Got a LaSalle team on the flip side that they're a mid-33 point shooting team. They aren't necessarily going to be blowing the doors off you or anything like that, but they do have Khalil Brantley, who's able to give you 14 and a half points, right around four boards, four assists. He's able to shoot in the mid-30s from three-point range. You've got a well-rounded backcourt with Anwar Gill being able to give you eight points, four boards, pair of assists. You've got the Drame brothers down low who've been able to do an okay job with their rebounding as well. And then Josh Nickelberry. He's going to be the best sharpshooter in this game. He's been able to shoot 40% from three, love and a half points per game. Jabari Burkis. He's been able to chip in there right around nine points per contest as well. It's a case for LaSalle. Not necessarily an impressive team, but Rhode Island is just a complete mess right now. They went 9-23 and 23 in year number one in Archie Miller, who didn't do a terrific job in Indiana. Right now is Rhode Island tenure starting off not so terrific. And I do think that LaSalle going to be able to get the job done with a shorthanded Rhode Island team. And I do think that that plays into the total as well. You've got a pair of teams that are relatively mid-tempo. Rhode Island just outside the top 150 in terms of total possessions per game. LaSalle just inside the top 150 in terms of total possessions per game. I do think that both of these teams are going to have a little bit of a struggle to score. LaSalle, they come in having their offensive woes as well as they have scored now 73 points or fewer in three of their last five games as well. So a circumstance where I'm going to be taking a look at the under semi total 135 and a half and with LaSalle felt like they should have been closer to a three and a half point favorite. So I'm going to be willing to lay the number. How about if we hit on this game? Because the WCC tournament semifinals went final literally 10 minutes before I started this segment. And we just got an opener from DraftKings with this game. It is 637, 638 on the board. St. Mary's and Gonzaga are going to be doing battle from Orleans Arena. The opener at DraftKings has Gonzaga as a two and a half point favorite. And as I said that, it literally just moved to three. And your total on this game is 140. And I say, please do bring it on because I made St. Mary's the two point favorite. I like St. Mary's outright on the money line. When it comes to Gonzaga, they did control much of that first game that they played against St. Mary's. St. Mary's was able to pull that game out in overtime, but Gonzaga, they looked like the better team for, I would say, 36 or so minutes of that game. And the one issue that you do have with St. Mary's, it did pop up if you bet on St. Mary's in the game that we saw on Monday, which that was very much a bet that was settled based on your closing number because of the missed free throws on both sides. That we saw as well, but 
When it comes to St. Mary's, they do shoot just about 69% at the free line, but this is such a well-rounded St. Mary's team that every single time they play against Gonzaga, they always get their tempo. Now, I'm not saying that this always leads to them being able to win the game, but when you've got a fast team and a slow team like you do have here, typically it's easier to slow down the fast team than it is to speed up the slow team. And St. Mary's, they never, ever get sped up. Randy Bennett is so good at keeping his team grounded, having his team just always play at their slow, comfortable style. And I do think that you're going to have this matchup be won by St. Mary's. With St. Mary's, you've got Logan Johnson, who's so well, well-rounded well and very versatile. Everyone talks about Aiden Mahaney, and rightfully so. He's been able to give the team 14.5 points. He shoots right around 40% for three-point range. He had a nice 18-point night on Monday against BYU, but also with Logan Johnson. He gives you actually a little bit more scoring, a little bit over 14 points per contest. He's able to throw in their four and a half boards. He's able to give you three plus assists per game. Does a solid job shooting it from three point range. I really love what he's able to bring to the table. You've been able to get more contributions off the bench from someone in Josh Jefferson, who comes from lovely Las Vegas. Mitchell Saxon has been solid down low. He's able to give you about 12 points, eight rebounds per game. And I think that he matches up well with Drew Timmy. Drew Timmy is going to get his on the offensive side of things. He is an awesome offensive player. He is one of the worst pick-and-roll defenders that you are going to find in college basketball, and I'm not even kidding when I say that. He's been able to register right around 21 points. He's able to give you eight rebounds. The offense is always there with Drew Timmy. The defense, it is darn near never there with Drew Timmy, and that's a big issue that you've got. It's a Gonzaga team that the last time these two teams played at the kennel, they did a relatively solid job of being able to knock down the free throws, going 17 of 20 in that game. And Gonzaga's whole, they were able to go 54% from the floor. I don't think that that's going to be duplicating itself. Timmy in that game, 19 points, six rebounds. He really didn't turn the ball over a whole heck of a lot, but I think that St. Mary's is going to be a force Gonzaga into a few more turnovers. Gonzaga really had their turnover wolves towards the beginning part of the season when we saw that game against Baylor that really popped itself up with Nolan Ekman having a tough time holding on to the ball. He's been much better here towards back half of the season. And the guy that gets a little bit forgotten about for Gonzaga is Anton Watson. He's coming off of scoring 20 points in that game against San Francisco that we just witnessed overall for the season. He's been able to average a little bit over 11 points, five and a half boards, shoots in the low to mid thirties from three point range. But you want to be taking a look at also Julian Strother and Roger Bolton and their three point shooting. Both of these guys have been able to do a nice job being able to contribute from distance, especially Strother. Strother has been able to give you about 15 points, six boards. They both combine Bolton and Strother to shoot a little bit over 40% from three-point range. But I do think that St. Mary's going to be able to get their style. I think that this game is going to be played at their comfort speed. And I did set my total at 138 as a result. The two games that we saw during the regular season went over. But keep in mind, the game that was in St. Mary's the first time around in Moraga, that game was a dead under until that game went to overtime. And, well, they don't call it under time. So it's a circumstance where I did set my total at 138.5, especially with both teams. Having just played a game, you're going to have a little bit more tired legs towards the end of this one. And I do think that that bodes a little bit better for a St. Mary's team that they've got so many different ways to attack. And they do play at more of the calm tempo. So I'm going to be taking a look at St. Mary's in this spot. I like them outright on the money line. Set my total at 138. So I am also going to be diving under as well. And then this matchup also got set. 
How about if we head out to Sioux Falls, South Dakota? North Dakota State and Oral Roberts are going to be doing battle. This is 635, 636 on the betting board. From the Sanford Premier Center, you've got Oral Roberts, a 10.5 point favorite, and your total on this game is 154.5. Oral Roberts, I said, as an 11.5 point favorite because Oral Roberts all of a sudden has actually been able to do a really good job with their defense. They had a good defensive effort against St. Thomas. Now, the Tommies did a good job of folding in there. Let's give them their flowers. I'm someone that graduated from a D3 university, good old University of Wisconsin, Oshkosh. St. Thomas, in 24 months, went from being a D3 school, hanging in there within five points in a conference tournament game against Oral Roberts. That's something that deserves a round of applause, and hopefully the NCAA can do away with this stupid rule where Teams have to compete for three-plus years at the D1 level before they're eligible for the NCAA tournament. It's stupid. Do away with it. That's my 10-second rent there. But with Oral Roberts, they now rank in the top 100 in terms of points a lot on a per-possession basis. Entered into Monday 95th, probably going even further downward after their game against St. Thomas. Meanwhile, you've got a North Dakota State team that they've been rough with their defense. 282nd in the country with this regard. They do have Grant Nelson, who's going to be able to match up with seven foot five Connor Vanover down low, but for this Oral Roberts team, aside from Connor Vanover, each of your top seven scores should at least 35.5% from three point range. I think Oral Roberts is going to buckle down on defense by total 149 and a half. So at this number, looking at the under, and I'm willing to lay up to 11 with Oral Roberts. So here, 10 and a half take for me on Oral Roberts. And coming next, let's take a look at some NBA with Grant Mitchell, who does great work at Forbes. Dive into the Memphis Grizzlies and so much more with them next on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bay Network. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. 
I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Become a VSN Pro subscriber today and get everything that you need to bet the madness this year for just nineteen dollars. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against a spread, our team is here to have you ready for every single game and every round of the tournament. Only VSN Pro subscribers get unlimited access to our daily best bets, tools like our exclusive betting splits, plus our big dance bracket and betting guides. This guy, these guides feature in-depth breakdowns on all 68 teams, Cinderella selections, bracket predictions, and picks on every single tournament game from these and experts like Brett Bur- Musburger. And I'm in the same sentence as Brett Musburger. It's just a travesty to Brett Musburger, but Greg Oops Peterson. Sign up today and you do get all the betting guides plus Full access to VSIN through the end of the tournament for just $19. That is at VSIN.com slash subscribe. As we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. And always great to be joined by this man. Grant Mitchell does a tremendous job of taking a look at so many different markets over there at Forbes. And Grant, it's always great to have you aboard, my friend. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me back once again. Greg, I've got to ask. People call you hoops. What do I have to do to earn a nickname? Can I get one on this show? Well, I know that your Twitter handle is at Mile Mitchell, so you've got that going for you And that I believe that you used to be a former track athlete, correct? That is correct. Yeah, I ran the mile. Last name was Mitchell. Tried to come up with something catchy so all, the, all my friends at, in high school would follow me. Mile Mitchell was birthed, and it just kind of stuck with me, I guess. I think that that's a relatively solid nickname. Thumbs up or thumbs down on that one? I, I like it. Hey, this is a funny story. About half of my excuse me, half of my teachers my senior year of high school actually called me Mile Mitchell. They called me by my social media (laughs) handle. It's a fun story. That is awesome. So we've got that going for you, and you're able to give Grant Mitchell a follow at Mile Mitchell as well. So nice little plug for the social media there. But Grant, we've got to take a look at what we're all getting right now in the NBA because the West it continues to be very very murky and. It gets even murkier with everything that's happening with John Moran. No doubt when it's happening off court, not good. That's about as politely as I could put it. But what do you expect out of the Memphis Grizzlies just from a game-to-game perspective right now? Because I take a look at this team, and without John Moran, one of their top scorers, I think they need to really rely upon a defense that in the post is still not bad with Jaron Jackson and Steven Adams and company. But I do think that this just makes things very strange for the Memphis Grizzlies. And I'm very curious to see how they respond the next few days before really having any sort of a take on what they are without John Morant. Yeah, so I kind of have a take already in place. And really all my take depends on 
is how long is his suspension? It's at least two games. That's going to be served for the minimum tomorrow when he misses the game against the Lakers. He already missed the game against the Clippers. If he's gone for a couple weeks leading up to the playoffs or misses time in the playoffs, this team is done flat out. I mean, Tyus Jones filled in admirably in that game against the Clippers. That was the first without Morant. He went for 25 points, 12 assists. He had five steals as well, and they still lost that game to a Clippers. Clippers team that brought a 21-point fourth quarter comeback against them. That's just inexcusable, and it really made me think about the last time that the Grizzlies played the Lakers, which was last week. We're keeping it in-house, keeping it in L.A. The Lakers really wanted to push that game, and they were mounting a comeback and looked like they were ready to claw ahead. And John Morant goes for 26 points in the third quarter. He just shuts it down single-handedly. And then again, the Lakers are right there. They're beating on the door halfway through the fourth quarter, and he just pulls them out of it. The Grizzlies are a young team, and while that has a lot of attributes, it really hurts you in the postseason because, as we know, experience is so valuable, and the possessions slow down, and the baskets matter more. And you need that one guy who's going to steady it all. You can say, give me the ball. We're going to be all right. If you don't have John Morant to do that for you, even if we're not talking about the playoffs, if we're talking about the last couple of games of the season, and it's the difference between getting the two seed and the four seed, if you're forced to go into those scenarios without John Morant, it's going to be a huge problem. Yeah, it certainly is rough without him. And the defense is still relatively solid, but you saw with the offense, 51 points in the third quarter, and then they failed to get to 20 in the fourth quarter as well. So that's something to gauge with the Memphis Grizzlies and with the West. I'm sure that you, much like myself, are taking it as a little bit of a jury's out situation. But in the East, I do feel like it's a little bit more clear. You've got the Celtics, you've got the Bucks. And the, Phoenix, and the Philadelphia 76ers have looked a little bit better, but I think that they're a clear number three. But I know that there's one team that you like above the rest with regards to those big two. Take me through why you like the Bucs to be able to come out of the East. The Bucs, they have the best player in the world, and it's not even close in my opinion. Obviously, I'm talking about Giannis Antetokounmpo. They've been there and they've done that. They had a coach who, even when he was with the Atlanta Hawks, who were inferior talent-wise, they got the number one seed, talking about Mike Budenholzer. He was a part of that run to the championship. They've got Chris Middleton, who is continuing to get better as he recovers from his injury. Drew Holiday is having a great year. Bobby Portis is a great role player. Connaughton, we know the crew they have. We talked about the Crowder pickup and how much we liked it. This team is just solid top to bottom, and I said it the last time I was on this show, and I will reiterate it. I really believe that the Bucs were going to go to the NBA Finals last year if Chris Middleton doesn't get hurt. I don't think that's going to change. And right now we would say, what, the Celtics are their top challenger in the East? Let me just throw something at you. The Celtics are losing quote-unquote championship games. That was a championship win the Knicks had in TD Garden in double overtime without Jalen Brunson. The only guy on the Knicks roster who's top 50 in the NBA in fourth quarter scoring it's fine. Emmanuel quickly steps in. He gives them 39, 8, and 7, leads them to that victory. The Celtics, I don't think, are, I just don't think they're quite consistent enough in terms of being at their very, very, very best. They can be consistently good, but that's not enough when you're facing this Bucks team and Giannis. You've got to be all world. We saw what Kevin Durant did. He put up nearly 50 points, 17 and 10, and they still lost the game. They lost the series. It's just, I don't have enough faith in the Celtics team. The Bucks for me, until I'm proven wrong, they're going to make it to the finals, and they're going to win it for me. Yep, I do think that the Bucks have a good opportunity to be able to do so, and that's something that I've been saying quite a bit as well, that 
Middleton injury was just such a killer for the Bucks last year. As long as they're able to keep him healthy, I do think that it's going to be boding well for them moving forward. And I know that you've got a pick for Tuesday that sort of aligns with what you're taking a look at in terms of the futures market as well. We've got the Lakers and the Memphis Grizzlies doing battle. This was a line that was at a point and a half. The team has been coming in on the Lakers. They're up to now about a two-point favorite across the board. Take me through what you like in this game. And the team that you like to be able to cover is also a team that you're feeling a little bit more bullish on in terms of being able to make a run in the playoffs. I'm going to be completely honest. I have just as much confidence in the Los Angeles Lakers making a playoff run as I do in the Memphis Grizzlies. We were talking about, yeah, their defense is solid, but here's the thing. They have a lot of turnover with the roster. They've got a lot of problems. John Morant has his situation. Brandon Clark tore his Achilles. He's out for the year. Steven Adams hurt his knee. He's been in and out of the lineup. This Lakers team, they are playing very well. They're 6-3 and three since the trade deadline. If you remember, they acquired D'Angelo Russell, Jared Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley, Mo Bamba. Those guys have all stepped in and done a job. Even though D'Angelo Russell has missed the last four games with a sprained ankle, they've still been winning games. And while they are 6-3 and three in their overall record, they're also 6-3 and three against the spread. Good teams win, great teams cover. Not quite saying the Lakers are a great team yet, but if you get LeBron back in there and D'Angelo Russell back in there, they make it out of the play-in or maybe even make it into that sixth seed, get past the first round of the playoffs. As they pick up momentum, they're going to be really, really scary. And I remember LeBron James saying this. I don't know how much truth there was to it, but he was talking about prior to uh, the second half of the season starting and prior to his injury that this was going to be the most critical 20 sub-on games of the regular season that he's ever played in. So you could tell that he really wants to be able to get this Lakers team elevated, get them into the play-in. When LeBron James is coming back, that is a big giant question mark, but the Lakers being able to get a win over the Warriors a few days ago, that was big. And well, we've got the Warriors on the road once again on Tuesday, and it's just been fire up the machine. If you've been fading the Warriors on the road, it's been pretty much a printing press of money thus far this year. And right now they're between a four to a four and a half point favorite against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Is there any reason to back the Golden State Warriors as a favorite on the road in this ordeal, or is it much more of the same? Listen, I don't care if the Warriors go out and win by 30 tomorrow. I'm going to stand and die on the hill that betting the Warriors to cover the spread is just the squarest of square bets. They're the reigning champions. They have a bunch of fans. That's the only reason they are favored in this game. They have the worst record against the spread while on the road of any team in the NBA. They are 8-22 against the spread on the road. Oklahoma City Thunder, they're the best team in the NBA against the spread. Taking out the pushes, they're 37-24. and 24. They're also 20-14 and 14 against the spread at home. I have no idea why the Warriors are favored other than, like I said, they're a big brand, the Thunder are a small market team. So maybe people just think that Steph and Clay are going to go in there and ball. And famous last words, like I said, watch them go out and win by 40. But I still have absolutely no reason to bet on the Warriors tomorrow. I can always get buying conviction. And hey, I'm right there with you. The Warriors have been absolutely terrible on the road. But whenever you hit the road and join the Greg Peterson experience, you are the opposite of the Golden State Warriors. Always do appreciate it, Grant. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Greg. Always appreciate Grant Mitchell joining the show. He does a great job over there at Forbes taking a look at football and the NBA. And... Let's go from the NBA to some college basketball. Coming up next, we've got some conference tournament championship games that are set, and we're going to be going through the, those right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bay Network.
You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check out the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and the bets are moving on every single game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes, so that way you're able to see all the changes in the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match up with the public opinion. You're able to check out not just today's action, but future events as well as betting splits are another way that VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better all year round. So check out today's betting splits for every single game now at VSIN.com. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, and we've got a lot of exciting college basketball action that's going to be happening next few weeks in general. It is now that time of year in which it's do or die for a lot of these teams, and there are going to be tickets to the big dance that are going to be passed out within the next 24 hours. And now we're going to be finding some lines with regards to these as well, as we had a lot of to-be-determined matchups in college basketball from Monday, and now we're starting to see some of those lines start to matriculate on to the board. I went through the Gonzaga versus St. Mary's game a little bit earlier in the hour, and if you missed my DK Nation pick, that gave out an hour number two. I will not be tugging what I the uh, beverage that I did in hour number two, but that said, you're going to be getting it once again in hour number three, so have no fear there. And let's take a look at the Horizon League title game. This is going to be Northern Kentucky and Cleveland State with Cleveland State find themselves as a one and a half point underdog and total on this game. We are clocking in the opener at 128. This is 629, 630 on the betting board. And with Northern Kentucky, I do feel like they've got a good shot to be able to pull this one out, be able to get that automatic bid to the NCAA tournament because they do such a good job with their defense. I did set them as a favorite of two points in this spot. So with Northern Kentucky, one and a half is really the max I'm willing to lay. I might be willing to go to a two as well, but I mean, that said, this is a good number, in my opinion, on Northern Kentucky. Them to be able to just get the job done, win by at least one point with Northern Kentucky. They do have Sam Vincent, who is one of the best in all of college basketball at being able to generate swipes right around 2.3 steals, 11 points per game. And this is a Northern Kentucky team that they do a nice job of being able to get their tempo. Not that Cleveland State is too much of an up-tempo team. Their possessions per game might be going up a little bit after the just outrageous game that we saw against UW-Milwaukee on Monday. But you take a look at total possessions per game through the course of 40 minutes because Northern Kentucky, if you take a look at their numbers, you'll find out that they played a lot of overtime, double overtime games in a lot of circumstances that they are one of the slowest teams in all of college basketball. Northern Kentucky, they do a nice job I'll be able to generate turnovers. This team is in the top 50 nationally in terms of turnovers forced on a per-possession basis. And Cleveland State in a road-slash-shoot-record environment, they do a relatively solid job as well. Both of these teams, as a matter of fact, are in the top 25 in terms of turnovers forced per-possession when they are away from home. With Cleveland State, though, just don't have a lot of three-point shooting with this team. They entered into Monday shooting as a collective in the neighborhood about 31% from three-point range. They do have a lot of good balance scoring as Drew Lauder, Throw in there Deshaun Parker and Tate Williams. All these guys are averaging relatively equally amount, 9 to 11 points per game. Parker is a little bit more of a facilitator. Williams is able to give you right around 5.5 rebounds per game. So these guys all do their part. But this Cleveland State team, I feel like, is going to get pulverized on the glass. Going into the game that we saw on Monday for Cleveland State, they were a bottom 30 team nationally in terms of 
defensive rebound rate in a roadside shooter court environment, allowing opponents to grab a rebound on 34.4% of possessions. And Chris Brandon, who is able to give you about nine rebounds per game for Northern Kentucky, is one of the best offensive rebounders in all of college basketball. So that is going to lead to a little bit of a rough matchup there. Now, I will say this about Cleveland State. They do a nice job of being able to take care of the ball. They only turn the ball over about 11 times for contests, so they're one of the more sure-handed teams that you are going to be finding. And last time these two teams played, Northern Kentucky just barely missed out on a W. Cleveland State on their home floor. They clawed that game out by kind of 64-63 to in that game. You saw Cleveland State lose the turnover battle, but they actually did a very good job on the glass. They won that rebound battle by a count of 42-31. to I can't see that duplicating itself. I do like what you're able to get out of Tristan Irenura. He, along with also another solid rebounder for the team, and Deshaun Johnson, they were able to combine in this game for 18 rebounds. Irenura has been really the top performer for Cleveland State this year, right around 15 and a half points, seven and a half, or six and a half rebounds per game. But I do think that Northern Kentucky matches up relatively well with Cleveland State. I think that they're going to be able to flip the script this time around, and they also do have a guy in Xavier Rhodes. And it's able to shoot 40% from three-point range and the top scorer in this game, Marquise Work. He had 26 points the first time around overall for the season, averaging a tad over 19 points per game, shooting nearly 40% from three-point range. So I do think that this is a circumstance where Northern Kentucky gets their revenge. They go dancing in a game that I think is going to be very low-scoring and grimy. You saw a very low-possession game the first time around when these two teams last played. I think that you're going to see much more of that, and I do think that with this being in a neutral court, with this being the second game in two days, that you're going to be seeing both offenses leave something to be desired. And with Cleveland State, they had to play at a pace against UW-Milwaukee that they're typically not used to as well. So that leads into a little bit of the handicap in this spot as well. I did set my total at a 124.5. I'm going to be willing to dive under. And with Cleveland State, I'm going to be willing to lay up to two with them. I'm willing to make them more of a two-and-a-half point favorite. I'm sort of on the fence between two and two-and-a-half, but I'm willing to lay up to a full two with regards to Northern Kentucky in this spot. Now, we're still waiting upon any sort of an opener with UNC Wilmington versus College of Charleston. We should be seeing that populate relatively soon, but as of now, a little bit of a jury's out situation. So instead, how about if we head to the good old Dollar Loan Center to take a look at the Big West Tournament? And we had an interesting one in 641-642 on the betting board. Long Beach State is going to be playing against Cal Poly. Cal Poly opened up in a lot of places between a 9 to a 10-point underdog. Most of these are dried up. Now we're seeing mostly a 9 across the board. And your total on this game, it is anywhere between 135.5 and 136.5. When I jumped on this show, number was a 9.5. Here at 9, it's a little bit more of a stay away. But if you're able to get that opener once again, I'd be willing to take the points with Cal Poly. Now, Cal Poly has lost 18 straight games. It's not been great to say the least, but... If you take a look at Cal Poly's losses, they've honestly been in a lot of these games. As a matter of fact, they've got an above 500 record against the spread, which is simply something that you typically don't find with a team that in Cal Poly is 7-24 and straight up and 1-18 and in the Big West. I believe that they won their first game in the Big West and then they lost every single one of them ever since then. It's been a rather remarkable run, but you just take a look at these results. They lose by one against UC Riverside. In their two games against UC Irvine, they lose those games by combined, I believe, four points. They hold in there against Cal State Bakersfield. 
They hold in there against Hawaii. You're able to go down the list. This team has been incredibly competitive. Now, the tough part is going to be matching up with the size of Long Beach State. The two times that they played against Long Beach State, they lost both of those games by 15-plus points. And that's because Long Beach State has one of the few duos in all of college basketball that both give you 8-plus rebounds per game. You've got Lasani and Abadur Treyer. And I don't believe that they're actually related. I think that they're just two guys that happen to have the last name Treyer, but they've been able to do a good job as a collective of combined 23 points. You've got 8.9 rebounds and 3.5 assists with Abadur Treyer. He's able to go out there, shoot a few threes. With Lucina Treyer, he stays a little bit more down low, but he's able to give you more like 10.5 rebounds per game. But the big bugaboo that you have with this Long Beach State team it should have collected 29.6% from three-point range. That is a bottom 30 mark in all of college basketball. Both of these teams turn the ball over 14 times per game. Now, it's going to be a tempo war. With Cal Poly, they rank in the bottom 50 in terms of total possessions per game. Long Beach State, they are number eight in the country in terms of total possessions per game. Both times these two teams played, you did see Cal Poly get a little bit more of their tempo as the most recent time that these two teams played, Cal Poly was unable to get to the 60-point plateau. That was a 77-58 blowout loss for them. They also took a 70-52 blowout loss as well. But I do think that things are going to be a little bit different in this circumstance. If you look at their most recent 70-52 loss, Cal Poly in that game by 2-21 from three. And I recognize that this Cal Poly team doesn't shoot it well from three-point range. They're about 31% as a collective. They aren't going to be that bad. You've got a pair of guys in Brantley Stevenson along with Alamami Karama. They've been able to combine for about 21 points per game. They both shoot right around 32, 33% from three-point range. You've been able to get good rebounding as collective from the team. Each other, top four scores give you at least 3.7 rebounds per game. They don't have that main trigger man that is able to go out the ball. Kobe Sanders, Cameron Pierce, both of you main point guards for the team, have both missed a combined 18 games this season due to injury. But I do think that this summer is a little bit overinflated. I recognize that the slide for Cal Poly has been pretty almighty, but if we could get back above nine, I'm going to be willing to take the points with Cal Poly, and I do think that Cal Poly is going to be able to get their slow, grimy style. They've done it the first two times around. I think that they're going to be able to do it a third time, so I did set my total 135 as a result. Seeing between 136, 136 half, I'm going to be willing to dive under in this spot with Cal Poly. Anything above nine is going to be a take for me, so we're going to be waiting on a little bit of a line move in terms of that game, and in the final segment of the Greg Peterson experience, we're going to be heading back out to the West Coast because we've got the Big West and the WAC tournaments both starting. And on top of that, we've got my DK Nation pick that is going to be coming up on the flip side here on the Greg Peterson experience on VEASAN, the Sports Fighting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. 
Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be because he could win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing in our exclusive Bet Rivers Squares this basketball season. Place a qualifying bet, and if you and if you do, you get a square on the house. If your numbers match up on the square and they match up with the final score of the game you win restrictions on qualifying wagers eligibility bonus and credit use full terms and conditions are available at bedriversquares.com we're back here for the final segment of tonight's show of the greg peterson experience right here on visa the sports bank network have no fear we'll be back with you at the same time tomorrow midnight to three eastern time pacific time that is 9 p.m to midnight but Coming up after myself, you're going to be getting, well, a replay of the Greg Peterson experience. And if you've gotten past the replay, follow the money. 4 a.m. Pacific, 7 a.m. Eastern. That is with Mitch Moss, Paul Howard. I'm sure that they're going to have thoughts on what we're seeing with these conference tournaments, thoughts with regards to the NBA, and so much more. They do an absolutely incredible job. So we are going to be getting their thoughts, and it's going to be a good show. And hopefully we can make you guys a little bit of money to lead things off as we head out here to lovely Las Vegas to take a look at my DK Nation pick for today. 619-620 on the betting board. Utah Tech is going to be playing against Stephen F. Austin. Stephen F. Austin opened up as a two-point favorite, and, well, it appears as though people agree with me on this one as this has moved in a lot of places at three, and we're seeing some three and halves start to populate as well. Your total on this game is aimed between 147.5 and 148, and with regards to my write-up, I did make Stephen F. Austin 
a five and a half point favorite. Now, the last time I was giving this preview, I slammed two bottles of water together. If you were listening on Sports Map Radio, and I chugged both of them in honor of Stone Cold Steve Austin, which I feel like you need to do because Stephen F. Austin, they are a good school. Steve Austin, an awesome wrestler. Good to be able to join the two together. But that said, we kept it sober with water instead of alcoholic beverages for once. So we were able to appease everyone there. And you always want to be a sober driver of the show. But we take a look at Stephen F. Austin. And I do think that they're going to be able to drive you home to a win. So that way you're able to celebrate with those alcoholic beverages afterwards. As long as you are of age. Because you take a look at the Stephen F. Austin team. What they do a really good job of is being able to generate turnovers. As a matter of fact, they are number two in all of college basketball with regards to turnovers forced on a per-possession basis away from home. The only team that is generating more turnovers per possession when they are away from home, that would be Merrimack. And you do take a look at the Steve F. Austin team, and they're going up against a Utah Tech squad that is 339th in the country in terms of turnovers on a per-possession basis. Now, Stephen F. Austin right on par with that, 343rd. So while they generate a bunch of turnovers, they give the ball away as well. But Stephen F. Austin is generating 2.4 more turnovers per game than Utah Tech. So that is going to be a nice advantage. Both of these teams also do a nice job of shooting it from three-point range. Utah Tech is a collective. They shoot a little bit over 38% from three. Jacob Nichols, he is tied for seventh among qualifying D1 players. He shoots 50% from three-point range. But for Stephen F. Austin, they're able to go a little bit deeper. They have been dealing with some injuries to Anana Ati Boasico along with Day-Day Hall. But that said, you take a look at both of these guys. And for Hall especially, he should be back and ready to go in this one, even if both guys would be missing. This is a Stephen F. Austin team. And the last time they faced off against Utah Tech, you go back to mid-January, they had 10 different guys play at least 10 different minutes. This is one of the deepest teams that you're able to find in all of college basketball. As a matter of fact, they could go as far as 11 deep with regards to their rotation. And they're a team that no matter who's out there, they all know the system. They all do a great job of being able to generate these turnovers. And for Steven F. Austin, they do a great job of being able to shoot as collective from three-point range. Overall, both of the country with their three-point shooting percentage at 38.5%. This elevates to 41.8% away from home. Only Xavier is shooting better from three-point range when they are away from home. The Steven F. Austin team has faced off against Utah Tech twice since they moved up to the D1 level. Both times, they blew them out by double figures. The uh, average margin of victory in these two wins, 21 and a half points. This is a terrible matchup for Utah Tech. I do think that Steven F. Austin, even with their injury concerns, they get it done, and it feels like the market not too concerned about those injury concerns. So my right up here, that is going to be on Steven F. Austin. I'm willing to lay up to five with them. So even though this number has moved to three, three and a half, I still do like it in this spot. And with regards to write up, that is going to be what it's about. And taking a look at this total, I do like this total over because you do have a Steven F. Austin team that they're willing to play at a relatively breakneck pace. This team ranks in the top 80 in terms of possessions per game, Utah Tech. They rank in the top 100 as well. And for Utah Tech, they're not playing a lick of defense right around 262nd in the country in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. Stephen F. Austin, unlike a lot of these teams that they sell out to be able to get turnovers, they are able to get a little bit further back on defense. They're about 117th of the country in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. You take out that just horrible loss that they took against Utah Valley where darn near all their players were out of the fold. You could tell that they were trying to rest up to get into this whack tournament. 
prior to that, they were a top 100 team in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis at ADA. So I do think that CFF Austin, the better three-point shooting team, they've got the more distinct style. They're able to generate more turnovers. They are going to be able to get the job done. My write-up is on the Lumberjacks, and I'm going to be taking a look at this total over as I set my total at a 151.5. Staying out here in lovely Las Vegas, I think that this matchup is very intriguing as well. Let's take a look at 615-616 on the board. Grand Canyon is going to be playing against UT Arlington. The Mavericks open up as an 8-point favorite. Now we're seeing some 8.5s and 9s populate. At the Westgate, I'm starting to see a 9 now on UT Arlington. Total is anywhere between 132.5 and 134. Very interesting ordeal because it's a Grand Canyon team that has been playing much less defense here in the back half of the season than at the beginning part. Grand Canyon has now given up at least 69 points in 10 out of their last 14 games. And it's a Grand Canyon team that began the season as one of the top defenses in all of college basketball. They've just lost their identity a little bit. Meanwhile, they're going to be going up against the UT Arlington team that they themselves given up at least 70 points in four of their last five games. But with UT Arlington, what this team does a great job of is just getting their slow grinder style. They are in the bottom 35 in terms of possessions on a per 40 minute basis with UT Arlington. They've also been able to find a little bit of three point shooting as well. UT Arlington, certainly a bunch at least is something to be desired on offense. They've been turning the ball over 14 times per game in terms of turnovers on a per possession basis with their slow style. One of the worst teams in all of college basketball, but all of a sudden guys have been able to come out and shoot it well from three point range. Chendell Weaver along with Aaron Cash have been able to combine for 17 points. They both shoot 41.3% from three. Kyron Gibson, 11 points, shoots 37% from the outside. Brandon Walker has been able to give you a little bit of rebounding. So UT Arlington has been able to get it together on that front. Now, the top scorer in this game, that is on the side of Grand Canyon. Rayshon Harrison, after a relatively slow start to the year, transferred in from Presbyterian. He's been able to really get things going overall for the season. He is averaging 17.5 points per game, which is good on its own. But if you take a look at the way that things went, the first month or so of the season, he just wasn't able to get anything generated at all. And ever since then, he has really been able to take off. If you take a look at things ever since Thanksgiving, this guy has been able to up his averages to right around 19 or so points per contest. As a matter of fact, 19.9 points per game ever since Thanksgiving. He has gotten to at least 17 points, I believe, in all but four of those games. And those games that he's not getting to 17, he's typically getting to like 15. He's typically not going to go off for a 30-plus point performance, but has been incredibly consistent for this team. Now with Grand Canyon, you've got two very good rebounders on this side as well. Gabe McLaughlin is able to give you 12 points, right around eight rebounds per game. And then you've also been able to have Yvonne Odoyogo who's dealt with some injury, but he supplies you with 5.7 rebounds per game. These are the only two guys on the roster, though, that give you north of four rebounds per game, which means that UT Arlington, which having Shamar Wilson, giving you about 11 points, eight rebounds per game, that is going to be helpful for this team. You take a look at this UT Arlington team as a whole, and they've done a good job of being able to just cobble things up, be able to hit the glass as well, because they did have to deal with a little bit of an injury to Wilson towards the back half of the regular season. It's a case where I think that he's probably going to be perhaps available for this game, but he's still a little bit questionable in this spot as well. But even without Jamar Wilson in the fold, you've seen other guys be able to really step up do a nice job for this team. Like Brandon Walker has been able to give you four and a half rebounds per game. So I do think that UT Arlington is going to be able to hold in there in this circumstance. And it is a spot where I do think that Grand Canyon getting a little bit too much love. And I think that UT Arlington gets their slow, grimy style. I did set my total at a 135. I do think that we might be getting starting to be 
a little bit too low with this total. So here, 133, 134, looking at the over, and I'm going to be willing to take the points with you to your Arlington. And let's hit our pro tip for today as I was talking a lot about those conference tournament games that were to be determined going into Monday, and they were set, and you're able to get every single pro tip that we do at VEASAN.com. Slash subscribe, you're able to sort these by show and by sport. But with regards to these games, which involve TBD matchups that they get set by what you see the previous day, take a look at the overnight openers, especially the ones that DraftKings are posting, because these move very quickly in the AM, and you're able to get some really good closing line value. I'm talking about like five plus points on totals. If you take a look at the overnight number and always take a look at follow the money at 4 a.m. Pacific, 7 a.m. Eastern, right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.